Hey, welcome to Alex Chats with you. I'm Alex. I'm going to be chatting with you today. So this is the second episode of my podcast. I'm kind of excited. It's a beautiful, uh, what day is it? Friday morning. Um, Not much is going on. It's like 7.30 in the morning, so I have to be quiet again. Yay, everyone loves ASMR podcast, but that's okay. Uh, Maybe someone actually likes ASMR podcasts. I don't know. But let's jump right into it. So, MILFs. It's very important that we talk about this because I've had many experiences with MILFs this week. So, a very exciting life I lead. Um, But, so, basically we have a lot of, like, guys at the pool where I work, which is fine, you know. And, um... They like to look at women, which is kind of scummy, but it's also kind of okay. Like, you know what? It's not really my business to get in their face about it. But basically, they like to point out women that they like. And me, being the dyke that I am, am interested in said women. So, I be looking, I be searching, and I'll be admiring, okay? Like, call call it the male gaze, but, you know, I, I admire. I admire. So, I'm sitting there at the towel bar, minding my own business, and two of my coworkers start to look. And I know that look. It's, it's, the, it's the woman look. Like, you know they're looking at somebody. So I look, and this beautiful woman with this thick ass is right there and you know what i respect that like she was clearly like older i think she was probably like in her 40s or something and she was still killing it and she was out there in the skimpy bikini and all that ma'am i don't know you i don't know who you are but i respect you okay to be a mother and to be that attractive is a goal, an achievement, an aspiration. Where is her Oscar? That's what I'm saying, okay? Guys might be like, oh, it's just another ass, but no, that's an ass with experience. And I, for one, think that all MILFs should be given financial compensation for having men look at them. (laughs) Because, my god, the male gaze can be kind of horrifying sometimes. So that's really all I have to say about MILFs. There have been more than that one MILF, but I gotta say, really, genuinely, every MILF deserves money just for being themselves. So let's move on. So a lot of these first, um, a lot of the topics in the first half of this is going to be about my job at the pool. So basically I work at this hotel pool. And there's a lot of stuff going on there, but it's pretty much the same stuff all the time. So I'm just going to kind of knock everything out of the way now, like the big ones. And hopefully something interesting will happen over the next week. So I'll have something to think about. So I want to talk about people who hate kids. So let me tell you a fun customer story because I love customers. They're great. They're the best people ever. And um, this old lady, she comes up. And, um, she's talking to me and she asked me for something. I don't even remember. I think a towel. So I give her a towel. I think that's going to be the end of it. 
And she goes, there's too many kids here. It's no good. I just look at her and I'm like, what do you want me to do? Kick all the kids out? Like, I don't, I don't know what you want from me. Like, I can't just tell them to, like, leave just because they're, like, five and you don't like that. And, like, I assume that she has her own kids. I could be totally wrong. But, like, why? This is a family establishment. If you hate kids that much, go to the cabana level. Like, just go buy a cabana for, like, $400 and be quiet. Because I really can't stand it. And, like, I don't really like kids either. Like, I don't really like being around them that much. Like, it, 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 there's exceptions. Like, if, if it's a good kid, you know, like, I have um, neighbors and stuff and family members who are, like, good kids, you know, and I want to be around them because they're good kids. But just kids in general are usually pretty loud and kind of obnoxious. So, like, I don't really like being around them either. And it does get really loud in that pool if we're really busy. But at the same time, you need to grow up. Like, you need to realize that, like, people are gonna bring their kids here. People shouldn't have to lock their kids up until they're, like, 10 years old in, like, a basement or something like that kid genie. Like, you know, like, people shouldn't have to do that. Kids should be allowed to experience the world and you shouldn't be a dick about it. Like... God's sake. Also, another thing that happened. I don't know if it was the same lady. I don't think it was the same lady. But it was another, like, old white lady. As usual. And these kids were playing with a ball in the pool. And I guess they threw it too hard or something. And it landed by her chair. And she took the ball. And wouldn't give it back. We had to call security over a foam ball on this grown-ass woman who literally was like, oh, these kids having fun? Not anymore. I want to play my backgammon in peace. Like, lady, for God's sake, uh, again, open letter. Lady, I don't know who you are. I don't know your life story. But you need to, like, grow up. Like, I, I don't understand. Like, just be nice. And these kids, like, weren't trying to do anything. Like, they, they were just playing with the ball and the ball fell out of the pool. That is literally it. And they were- they just won their damn ball! She wouldn't give it back! I'm like, what kind of crackhead are you? Like, you're not- you're not their mom. I also kind of hate that. Like, I hate when people try to, like, parent other people's kids. Like, I get it to, like, a point, you know, like, if a kid is, like, stealing some shit or something. But, like, sometimes people just go way too far with that sort of thing. And she was like, I'm teaching them a lesson. I'm like, well, it's not really your lesson to teach. You know, it wasn't like they were five, they were like 12. Like, it was just an accident. Like, Jesus Christ. I don't know why, that just got me so heated. I'm like, you're old, don't you have like anything else to do? Like, I don't know, planning your funeral, writing your will, like doing something other than being mean to kids for no reason. And then once they got their ball back, they like went all the way over to the other side of the pool and stuff. Like, they weren't even messing with anyone else. So I'm like, lady. For God's sake, did it work? Did you secure the homeland? Did you stop them? Like, no, for God's sake. And that kind of leads me into my next one. Um, entitlement. <sighs> okay, you know, I get it. I, I get it, you know. Y'all on vacation. It's cool. Be on vacation. Have fun on your vacation. But I swear to God, 
if you are on vacation and you go up to some workers and you start popping off at the mouth about something stupid that is not their fault, my God, you need to go back upstairs and reevaluate. Like, you need to go home. Go back home. Since you want to be stressed so bad, go back home, go back to work, be stressed at work. Don't talk to us. So that leads me to another customer story. Um, this lady, once again, don't know her. Open letter to her. Lady, you're the worst. Okay, period, dot, send. Send tweet. Okay. This lady, she comes up to the front desk. And we have, um, we have in-room dining at the front desk, right? So you can call at the pool and they'll deliver food down. Like It's like Uber Eats. It's kind of cute. You know, like you don't have to go anywhere. They'll bring it to you. So this lady <laughs> comes up and immediately is on the aggressive at me. And I didn't do anything. She's just like, this is ridiculous. I'm like, whoa, ma'am, what's going on? You know, what's going on? Let's sort this out. Okay, there's no need for all of this hot mess. Just tell me what's going on. And she goes, this is ridiculous. Uh, I can't get any food in this place, blah, 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 blah. And she's really like going off on me. And like, this is my second day of work. So I'm like, uh, sorry. You know, like, I don't even know what to say. Like, I forgot. I was so caught up in like the euphoria of my job, of like having a job again, that like, I forgot that mean people exist. But she's popping off, she's popping off. And I tell her, oh, you can do the in-room dining. And since I had left, they had changed the phones. And I thought you had to put a zero in front of the extension. Turns out you didn't. And she made like a snide, nasty comment about it. I'm like, you know what? You do it. I was like, you go ahead, you do it. So she types it in and she's like, they're closed. So I look at the the menu a little closer and I realize, yeah, wait a minute, they are closed because they close for like two hours in the middle of the day. And I'm like, well, if you just wait a half hour, we'll be fine. She's like, no, I'm not going to wait a half hour. I'm just going to, I'm going to go somewhere else, right? So she leaves and I think this is going to be the end of it. But you know what? There's a happy ending here. A really happy ending for me. It's the next day. I'm chilling at the towel bar mind of my own and this lady returns I immediately recognize her and I just go hey how are you she goes I'm not doing well I lost my license and my credit card I can't find them anywhere I go oh my god what a shame <laughs> like talk about some karma literally I was like oh that's so bad well we didn't find anything so sorry about that and she was like oh no it's okay so now she's being all nice because she knows she can get something out of me if she's nice you know like if i you know she's gonna be me and like i'm gonna be like oh no we didn't have anything when we did but we really didn't have her stuff she leaves i turn to my manager and i go that's karma because she my supervisor had to deal with her that day too and she starts laughing and i'm like yes and still there is more. Yesterday, I'm sitting outside. I'm doing wristbands. We have to do wristbands for, like, hotel guests. So they, like, come in. And if they come in, like, a different way, we can just, like, see their room key and give them, like, a little wristband and all that. So I'm sitting there and she comes up to me. I'm like, oh my god. 
it's her again, right? So I'm not scared of her no more because she already got like comeuppance. I'm not like shook. But <laughs> she comes up to me and she starts complaining again. And she just goes, this whole stay was such an epic fail. Her words, not mine. An epic fail. So that's that on that. <laughs> Sorry, lady, that you're having a really shitty vacation, but that's what you get for being mean to the help. So my last one is the ethical quandaries of capitalism. Now we could go on for quite some time about this. The ethical quandaries of capitalism. You know, that's just, a, that's a whole podcast in itself. But what I want to talk about is basically the idea of exchanging your time for money. Because time is precious. Like you really, you have the time that you have and you have nothing else. Money is paper. Now it is useful paper. It is paper that can buy things. It can be exchanged for goods and services. You know, money can buy many peanuts, you know, which is fine. But the idea of, of me personally, for me personally, the idea of going to work for eight hours a day, 40 hours a week, just to get a check, it doesn't fill me with any sort of fulfillment, you know? It doesn't really fill me with any sort of pride in my work or anything like that. And I'm not saying, like, we should work for free, because that no. No. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, we should have less work days so people can actually experience the day. That's why I started waking up earlier. You know, I wake up at, like, 6.30 now. Don't know why. Just started opening my window and the sun would wake me up. And when I come home from work, I just go to bed. Pretty good system. But I shouldn't have to do that, you know? That should be a choice I make on my part. You know, I shouldn't have to spend my entire day at work. You know, it's just... It's just baloney. But that's really one part of, I'm sure, things of many parts that I could go into about that but that's just really what I've been thinking about this week just the kind of exchange for of money and time um so let's move on um I've got a poem today um it's called did it hurt when you fell from heaven the only one to see you was your father aware of what you would do and too cruel to stop you, a wave of horrible human emotion washing over you in one foul swoop. You were enraged. You were terrified. You were debased. You were a child. No longer an angel, you dipped your hands into a pool of molten rock and brimstone and flung it towards the creation you hated so much, but only because it was his and not yours. He tells us to pray for sinners, but you, the one who needs it the most, gets nothing. Maybe a deity can change in a million years. Maybe a deity could change in an eternity. Maybe even you could change if you tried. That's my poem. It's about Satan. I was thinking about Satan that week because we were reading Paradise Lost. And I feel like it really kind of changed my perspective on 
you know, our religious mythos. Because a lot of, like, our ideas of, like, the Garden of Eden and stuff and, like, hell and heaven and purgatory and stuff, it all really comes from that. You know, it doesn't really come from the Bible. It comes from Paradise Lost, which is pretty cool. Alright, so let's move on. Second half. Um, meeting your idols. So I was kind of thinking back to when I was in high school and when I would go out to comic cons and stuff of that nature uh, with a friend of mine and we would go and we would you know pay money to like see people that we like really liked and one of those people was William Shatner and I was super into William Shatner in high school like I loved like Star Trek like the original series and all that so I really liked William Shatner. I was not on board with the Shatner hate train, okay? Like, I really liked him. And so when he would show up at conventions, like, in our state, like, I would be so excited. And, like, I would never have enough money to, like, go and meet him. But, like, I was so stoked. I was just like, he's right over there. He's right there, you know? Like, that kind of, like, convention feeling. But... There were a few times where I, like, waved tie to him, and he, like, looked at me. So I was like, yes, it's him. He, he acknowledged me when he really didn't. But, um, and there was, like, this one time where we snuck into one of his panels because it was full. But something I realized, like, later on was after I followed him on Twitter, and I just realized, like, how obnoxious he was, like, on Twitter... Like, it was really, like, just kind of negative. Like, I haven't looked at his Twitter in a really long time. So, like, I don't know. He could be, like, the best now. But when I followed him on Twitter, it was really just a lot of, like, negativity and, like, meanness. Like, over people not really trying to be mean to him. You know? He was, like, people would just be like, William, you're great. And he would, like, get pissed. I'm like, what? Why? So that kind of changed my perspective on him a little. You know, I went from like adoring him to being like, hmm, hmm, I don't like that. I don't like that at all. It just made me sad. I was like, why, like, like you wish that like all the people you admire would be like, as like have the same thought process as you and like be rational and, and kind, but Sometimes that's just not the case, especially, you know, with, you know, celebrities that have had their time in the spotlight and been kind of spoiled by everybody <laughs> and, you know, and just aren't the best people, really. Good actors, you know, lots of talent, but just not great people, you know, and it was just kind of like a wake up call for me. And I was just thinking about that because I was just like, man. I'm really glad I wasn't like 15 or 16 and I went out to like get something signed by him and I just said something he didn't like by total accident and just got chewed out because like I would never be able to forgive myself because I would think that it was my fault you know instead of this grumpy ass old man you know being like being grumpy you know like it's so easy to to put people on a pedestal especially when they are famous and have you know, these talents and stuff, but it really, like, people just be people, and there's good people, like Keanu Reeves, and there's not so good people, 
you know? And not, this isn't even, like, Shatner hate. Like, I still like William Shatner's work a lot, but I also, it also makes me sad, you know, how he treats people sometimes. And I also can't fault him too much because, you know, he's been famous for so many years and dealt with so much weird shit. So, like, I really don't doubt, you know, that, um, you know, that he's dealt with so much and, like, his experience with, like, online stuff is different than mine, obviously. So he'd probably be upset by different things than I would be. But at the same time, it's like, Jesus, man, just, just be nice, you know? <sighs> anyway, so, the zombie apocalypse. Speaking of Comic-Con, lots of people are, like, really obsessed with, like, the zombie apocalypse. And, like, I don't really understand it. You know, like, okay, like, let's take, like, Walking Dead, for example. Like... If that apocalypse really happened, right? Like, Walking Dead, like, you know, rising from the grave, blah, blah, blah. Like, people understand that, like, bodies decompose, right? Like, we know that. Like, if you just hide in a bunker for, like, a good four years or whatever, all the zombies would just rot away to nothing. And there would be no more zombies left. And then you could start over. Like, everybody should just hide. Like, in their basement. You know? Just get, like, four years of food. Just hide. You're good. I, I, I never, like, understood, like, the whole, like, oh, I gotta go out there and, and chop them down. Like, n no, King. No. No, no. <laughs> let, them, let them sort it out themselves. They'll just die. I, I, <laughs> I don't know. I just, I, I hated how people are like, yeah, I would be such a badass in the zombie apocalypse. I'm like, that's not really rational. Like, just, just go in the basement with some canned peaches and some water for four years, and you'll be good. You could even have a window and shit. It's not, like, nuclear radiation. Like, you know, you could have a damn window if you want it. You know, go on a mountain for four years. You know, go in the desert for four years. Go somewhere secluded for, like, four years with all your whole squad, your whole fam, and just go. Like, and just chill. Just don't do anything dumb. You know? Like, start, start a little farm. Don't be dumb. That's it. You don't really, like, you can keep a gun so you can, like, shoot, like, zombies that, like, come nearby. But you don't need to, like, go and hunt them. They're gonna, they're gonna fall apart. Probably sooner rather than later. Four years is probably really long. You know? That's, that's probably, like, full eradication. Like, I bet you, like, full emergency, like, would, would stop after, like, I don't know, like, I don't know how long it takes a body to decompose, and if you know, you're weird. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, but, um, you know, maybe like a year or so, you know, for muscles to break down, especially since they're like dead tissue, you know, they're gonna break down. There's no cell, like, redivision. They're gonna become goopy, and they're just gonna turn into bones, you know, and at that point, they can't do anything. Just put them in the bin. Just put them in a little, in the trash, you know? No biggie there. Oh, jeez, my phone keeps dying on me. <sighs> Man. I have two more topics, but I'm kind of tired. <laughs> so I think I'm just going to save them for next week. 
but I do have a happy note, as always. I will never skip the happy note. And the happy note for today is you're more than your symptoms. So I have a lot of symptoms of, you know, the various mental illnesses that I have. And they suck. And they can make me do things that I don't want to do. And make me say things that I don't mean. And do things that are just irrational and stupid. But that isn't me, you know? That's not who I am. That's just a problem that I have. And that's the same for you. You know, you might be anxious or depressed or worried or stressed or any type of way. But that isn't who you are. That's just something you're dealing with right now. You know, and with work, you know, you can kind of make it a little easier. Get rid of some of that stuff, you know? And make it more manageable in the long run. So I just want you to know that you're not an amalgamation of symptoms. You're you. And you will always be you. So that's it for this week. Um, here's my playoff. I'm Alex. I hope you had a good time listening. Stay cool. night on top of a parking garage the lights were broken and flickering maybe it's dumb i would thought the flashing films looked like blazing stars in a jet black stairwell the back of your throat but at least it's fun to feel maybe one day i'll forget the look in your eyes when you told me you told on me and you bled nervousness into my tissue Take your life in a plastic bag and hold on to it for a while. Sometimes I wish I could lay in bed for days and days and let moss grow all over my body. I'll forget about my mom. I cry when anybody touches me for too long. It's just the way I'm filled. And I want so much attention when I know that I'm so worthless, I'm just built selfish. I wanna feel high one day. For now I get high in the bad way. I'm gonna feel low for the rest of my life. So baby, let's get high. Together tonight, 
I try to sing my voice this flat I forgot how to write But nothing is special about What you do, what you say, how you love how you love it's time to sit at the bottom of the pool the foundation doesn't cover anything you really need to do it's a summer formality i feel worse than i did when i was in high school i fucking hated high school i fucking hated high school i wanna feel high